What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Los Toxicos Senpais podcast. If you're you're gonna notice one thing today, Los Toxicos are not here. We do not have Daddy Chill, Congo, or Taco Daddy, aka Daryl, Dan, or Paco. It is just me today, Joe Rios twenty eight, aka Joe. Um, today's gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna talk about my life, things that I like, things that I like to do. Um, recently, I. Let's start off like this. Recently, I bought a house. I am now a homeowner. The struggles between that, I've had some good, some bad, but I overall, I love it. Last night, it was nice and cool outside. It's about 45 degrees here in Texas, even though it's the middle of March. It was the brisk night. I was outside taking my dogs out for their usual, you know, nightly do their business outside. And I was like, you know what? Let's start a fire. So I got my stuff ready and I lit my bonfire, my little fire pit. Got that going. You know, was out there for a few hours. Had a nice little roaring fire. Got my whiskey out. Oh, it was a beautiful night. Those are the things that I like to do. Is just spur of the moment things. I'm also, according to the guys, a, vi- a cheapskate. Um, I don't go out as much as I used to when I was younger. But now, what I do splurge on is... Going to the movies. When I go to the movies, I make sure I pay for everything. I get popcorn, drinks, or uh, adult beverages too. I get some cocktails in me. And then I also go to the the AMC dine-in. So I order food. They bring it out to you. Oh, it's amazing. Get to watch a movie and eat dinner. That's what I love. The guys call me out for that shit all the time. But who cares? It's what I like to do. Um, like I said, today's podcast is going to be different. We're just going to delve into myself for about 45 minutes and just do whatever I want. So let's get started. I told you all a little bit about myself. I bought a house. I go to the movies all the time. I do consider myself a movie buff. Um, if I were to show or list off all the movies on my AMC Stubbs app, it goes all the way back to 2013. And some of them were multiples. I go to the movies all the time. I even went to go see the the BTS behind the scenes movie, which was pretty cool, actually. Um, I've been married for 10 years now. I got two beautiful kids, you know, and I work for a company that I've been there for six years. It's the longest job I've ever had. I've had odd, odd and ends jobs here and there, working warehouses, retail, all sorts of stuff like that. Um... Yeah, that's just a little bit about myself. So that's a little bit about myself. Um, Let's delve into my younger life when I was a teenager. So when I was a teenager, I met my ex, who uh, is the mother of my daughter. Um, At the time, I was, or I am, a high school dropout. I started working. School wasn't for me, but will I admit I should have stayed? Yes, I should have stayed. Got my, you know, my high school diploma done better but hey i've made my decisions in life and i've stuck to them i haven't backtracked on anything i'm thinking about going back to college for some other things but other than that i love my life the way it is um yeah i dropped out started working my first official job was at a kroger my first week there i pissed off a union rep because kroger has a union rep i don't know if they still do or not but i know when i went there the first day for orientation was at a Kroger training facility, which there's one in Dallas. That's the one I went to was a training facility. And they brought us all in. 
And all of a sudden, this guy comes in. They're like, oh, we're going to have someone talk to y'all. The the manager or the corporate trainer, whatever. He was like, okay, well, I got to step out for this part. He steps out. This union guy comes in. And he starts, you know, this and that. And you pay for this much. We help you with this. A union does this, this, this. Growing up, I've never been a fan of unions. I still am not a fan of unions. Um, for some industries, they're a very good deal, like uh, hazardous industries, construction workers, train, railroad workers, uh, um, production plants, things like that. A union is great because if you get hurt, you need better rights, you need better things. A union steps in and helps. But the dues, the dues are expensive depending on where you work. So this guy comes in, he gives us his whole spiel. He's like, okay, well, you can sign off on it. Uh, I'm going to step out and let y'all sign the paperwork to join the union. It's so much a week, so much a month, blah, 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 blah. And while I was in there, I was like, I'm not signing this. I straight up, I told everyone around, I'm not signing it because this is not a permanent job for me. I wasn't a cashier. I was a bag boy. I was like, and I looked around, I was like, and I'm pretty sure this isn't permanent for y'all. Y'all aren't going to want to be here five years from now. And I was... I've always been good at talking to people, so I started talking to them. I got every single person in that room, like 30 plus people in that room, not to sign the paperwork for a union. The guy comes in. We all turned in our paperwork. Everyone refused. Everyone checked the little box that says refused. Signed our names on it. Sent it back to him. He comes in about five minutes later. Uh, there's been some mistake. All of y'all said no. And everyone's like, no, no mistake. No one's going to join. I was like, yeah, no one's going to join. I was like, no, no one's going to join. No one's going to join your union here today, buddy. And uh, he's, you know, tried to convince everybody. And I was like, and people were looking at me like, what do we do? And I was like, no, we're not joining. This isn't a permanent job for everybody. No one here has aspirations to be the manager, uh, an owner, franchisee, or whatever y'all want to do. Whatever Kroger had to offer back in the day. So no one was going to do it. He was pissed. He left furious. And like a week later, I quit. Not even a week later. Like a few days later, I quit. I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. (laughs) Because at the same time, I got another job right across the street at a toy store. I loved it. I was there for for about two years. Uh, That's where I met my ex. We worked together. Me working there had nothing to do with me quitting Kroger. It just happened to be a coincidence. So I went there. It was great. That's where we found out we were having a child together. So, and the true Mexican that I am, I went up and down that aisle. Me and my friend, Juan, a.k.a. Juan Valdez. Y'all don't know who he is. He's a good friend of mine from back in the day. He was having a baby at the same time, too. So we went up and down every single kid's baby aisle for development. And we stole everything. We stole two of everything, one for him, one for me, from bath toys, to learning toys, to play mats, to everything, like everything. This was 16 years ago, so we took it all. Um, I'm not going to name the name of the store, but yeah, uh, we took everything. We took trash bags full of stuff, and we lived in the same apartment complex, which was literally down the street from work. Uh, on my breaks, I go home, come back in 10 minutes. That's how close to my job I was back in the day. So I do that. 
So my daughter was born. We had everything you could ever imagine 16 years ago. Top of the line stuff for kids and development. Oh, man, that was... Those were decisions. Um, and then we broke up. You know, she moved out. Uh, I stayed at the apartment till the lease was up. I moved out. And that's when I began what I like to call my hoe phase. Uh, I started dating all sorts of girls from married to single to whatever, right? In between. I didn't give a shit. I was doing whatever I wanted to. I was having fun. I was working. I never stopped working. I have not had a significant vacation or break or whatever from that point on till a few years ago when I actually took uh, Christmas off for a while for like a week. I took like a week off. Um, I spent a lot of money, me and my family. We did it big at a hotel. It was a staycation because this was during the pandemic. So we had fun. That was a blast. That was a whole nother experience, right? But yeah, um, I was going out. I was going all the way to like Fort Worth. I lived in Dallas, so a small suburb of Dallas. Um, but I was driving f- for like an hour to go see different chicks. Um, it was wild. They were one of them was married. I became friends with their husband. That was a whole different thing. Like on the weekends, he'd go spend time in jail because he had warrants and shit. It was wild. Like there was a lot of stuff going on in my life at the time. Uh, that's just how I dealt with it. I was like, <laughs> I did whatever I wanted. I did not. At the time, I did not care. Um, I was traveling from there back. I'd go to Mexico with my family. And I'd, you know, do big over there too. I'd go have a couple girlfriends in Mexico or whatever, right? But this was before. This was like I said, this was my whole phase. Everybody has a whole phase. Um, But like in Mexico, they all knew about each other. All the girls knew that I was talking to like four different girls. That's why I will always say I never cheated on anybody. Because they knew. In the States, one at a time. One at a time. I never like to do multiples because that gets complicated. And that ain't me. So that girl who had a husband, she was wild. Uh, She'd come and stay with me for a little bit, go back over there. Her husband found out. It was a huge ordeal. I quit going over there. I was like, you know what? This ain't for me because I ain't trying to get shot. That's my biggest thing. I ain't trying to get shot. I ain't trying to die. So I left that in the past. I was like, okay, next. Started talking to another chick. This chick was crazy. On our first night going out, we went to the club. She got drunk. I don't get drunk. I I save my money. And if I do, I know how to handle my alcohol. I'm not going to get so drunk that I can't drive. My favorite thing to do is drive. And I always tell people I'm the best driver in Dallas because I have... Only tickets I got were like busted taillights that led up to eventually losing my license. Because you get enough of those, that's enough points. Moving violations. Um, and a couple speeding tickets. Nothing dangerous. Nothing like 90 and a 20. You know, never did anything crazy. Just a couple miles over the speed limit. Cops got me. I let it turn into a warrant because I'm an idiot. Lost my license. Whatever, right? I wasn't going to pay too much attention to that. I was young. So this other chick, we were driving back home, back to my place. Um, She was drunk. She was all handsy. And then all of a sudden, the mood changed. Something in her changed that I was an enemy. I shouldn't have been, like, she shouldn't have been in the car with me, even though it was her car. I didn't take my truck at the time. We took her car to the club because her car was more spacious. I had a single cab truck. 
or yeah, I had a single cab truck, so that wasn't going to happen. So we go out, we coming back. She's all of a sudden, like I said, I'm the enemy. She shouldn't be in the car with me. We're on the highway. She opens the door and tries to jump out. I reach out, grab her. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, this is your car. I cannot have you splattered all over the highway because that looks bad on me. So get off the highway. I talk her down. Again, she gets all handsy and shit. I'm like, let's pull into a parking lot real quick and talk this out. Let me get you. Let me bring you back to reality a little bit, right? Enough to get back to my place. (laughs) So we get down. I start talking to her. She gets out. And she starts crawling away because she can't walk. She starts crawling away. I'm like, fuck are you going? I'm like, get in the car. We're close to my neighborhood. So I'm like, get back in the fucking car. Starts hollering, yelling. I'm like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? Get in the car. That should have been all the red flags for me to end that relationship right there. Or that wasn't even a relationship at the time. That was just us going out on a date or two. But I continued it. It was crazy times. It was awesome. Not going to lie, I had a lot of fun. Crazy ones you have fun with. But man, at one point I had a, you know, I had issues with my, one of my, my, my ex, which was my daughter's mom, had some issues with her at the time. So I had a bunch of court cases coming up. I was like, okay, I can't let any risk it. And then I knew that the girl I was with right now, she was, you know, self-medicating, right? And I was like, look, you can't be doing that in my car. I was like, at least my car. She had a cup in her hand, styrofoam cup. And if y'all know, styrofoam cup, Sprite, some Sprite, some fucking uh, Jolly Ranchers and some codeine, you have a party, right? I know that that was her choice, that and, you know, a little bit of white powder. I was like, I know that's not in my car. I lost my mind. I slapped that cup out of her hand. I was like, you cannot be serious about this. And she was like, she was laughing. I was like, I knew she was on something. She was laughing. I don't think she had anything in the cup. I might have overreacted, but... I was like, look, you're not going to jeopardize everything I'm going through right now with this. I mean, you have kids, too. You cannot jeopardize this. You cannot be getting caught like this. Not in my car, not around me, not with your kids. So she went off on me. About a month later, we broke up. I was like, whatever. That's just how life goes. Like I said, I was in my whole phase. And, man, there were some girls in between there. But nothing serious. And then, you know, years down the line, I met my wife. And we've been together for 10 years. So we've had our ups and downs, but nothing major. We're still together. We get in our fights every now and then. The kids are like, no, don't fight. But it's we're not breaking up. We're just letting off steam. Because, you know, we're adults that have bills and mortgages and stress. And just sometimes yelling at somebody is what helps. It's not the healthiest way to let off steam, but it happens. So that's just a little bit about myself for the past, like, 16, 20 years. And that's as much as I'm going to tell you. If y'all want to know a little bit more about the other crazy things I've gone through, check out our Twitter. We have a Twitter, which is Los Toxico Senpais. Sorry about that. That was my son calling me for something. Take care of that real quick. He was just wondering where his sister was. His sister's at a party right now. Teenagers. But, yeah, that's just been my life for a while. And uh, let's get to something more present. You know, that's a little bit about myself. Let's not talk about the present. Um, Yeah, some of my other hobbies other than going to the movies a ton is I read a lot of like cryptozoology, mythology, everything from Aztec to Greek, 
all sorts of crazy stuff just because I find that fascinating, especially in the world of like cryptozoology, where theoretically everything is real until proven otherwise. That's the thought, that's the thought process behind like cryptozoology, Bigfoot, skunk ape, things like that is until it's proven otherwise, it could it's real, you know, in the minds of a cryptozoologist, it is real until proven otherwise. That's the same thought process behind like megalodons. Hell, for some people, that's even narwhals. No, people don't believe narwhals are real. A giant, a whale in the Arctic with a, like a three foot horn. People don't believe that's real. It's a real creature. So, um, I love all sorts of stuff like that. There's a uh, Netflix is doing a movie called Chupa. Horrible name for a movie because it's about the chupacabra in Spanish that translates to goat sucker. But the word chupa is just suck. So Mexicans, Hispanics, Latinos are having a field day with the name chupa. Because chupa is just suck. So people are just adding mesta, which means chupa mesta, means suck this. Uh, there's just so many variations that people are just memeing all over the place about it. I have a feeling that they did that on purpose for the meme. And to try to generate people to watch the movie. Am I going to watch it because of that? Yes, because it's putting a twist on the chupacabra. It's turning it from a mythical creature that every Hispanic feared to a lovable, cuddly, weird, flying tiger dragon thing, which is weird, but hey, to each their own. Um, we're going to go a little bit off the rails. We're going to go everywhere in this podcast today for the next 15 minutes because I'm going to keep it nice and sweet and short today. I'm going to try to do the full 45 but the guys don't want my attention. I will try to convince every single one of the guys to send me a 45-minute recording about themselves, what they like to do, do they like to travel, things like that. I am a homebody. I'm not a big traveler. I haven't gone outside of the state of Texas with the exception of going to Oklahoma and the casinos. And I did mention I've gone to Mexico, but I don't consider that traveling because it's Mexico. Texas used to be a part of Mexico. We're not going anywhere different. I've never been outside of the state, so that's just me. I'm not a big fan of it. Will I do it one day? I do plan on going outside of the state, see what's out there. But until then, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm going to try to keep the dead air down. I got a little vape. I haven't vaped in a long time. I don't like this one. The BD stick, B-I-D-I, -I, not a big fan of it. Now, Enjoy is pretty good. It's a little bit smoother. The be the BD stick has a little bit more of a harshness to it. I think it's a higher concentration of nicotine. Um, at my strongest, when I used to smoke the most, when I say strongest, like the top of when I used to smoke, I was knocking out three packs of reds a day. I was chain smoking. And that was a day. Like I would go through packs. But I did that in Mexico where cigarettes were cheap or shit. I got a Zippo lighter, got my pack of cigarettes, started in the morning, buy two or three packs, soft packs. I like the soft pack. Uh, and just have my day. Drinking a little bit of beer. Uh, throughout the time, I've gone from beer to whiskey. Um, one time when I was younger, when I was going to the club a lot, uh, I would always pre-game. Pre Everyone pre-game. You know, not enough to get messed up, but enough to start feeling good, right? So I started pre-gaming. My favorite thing was Jaeger bombs. Oh my God, Jaeger bombs! Today Jaeger just smells like regret. 
Yeah. I would never do it again. Um, but one time, I got so messed up. I was walking around the club. I had drank maybe a liter of Jaeger. I mean, I was gone. I've been drinking all day and night at this point. Because we always had a designated driver. We were responsible. We had one person that was going to be designated driver. So we were, I was at the club. I was walking around the, the edge of the club. Just looking for, looking for a bathroom or a waste can or anything. Just throw up in. Couldn't find anything. So in my mind, it was like, you know what? I could just let it go right here. I was walking around the edge of the club and just threw up. I didn't stop and go hide in a corner and throw up. No. I thought the best thing to do was to just bow my head down, let it go, and keep on walking. Not Do not stop. Because if you stop, they're going to see you and kick you out. So I did that like twice. And I just kept going. Next thing I remember, I'm in the parking lot. My friends are trying to corral me. I'm drunk. There's a video. I saw the video. I kept declaring that I was a Mexican wrestler. It was embarrassing. And then... uh. Because I, I remember a little bit about that being in the parking lot. I don't remember that I said I was a Mexican wrestler until I saw the video. I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. And then after the parking lot, I was magically home. I was somehow back at home. I was like, how the hell did I get here? From what I was told, I was in the car trying to convince everyone that I was sober. I was pointing out cars like, that's a brown Chevy Escalade. You know, Cadillac Escalade. That was... That's a Ford Bronco. Like, I was pointing out cars, naming them, and color coordinating. I was like, yeah, that's a white Bronco. That's a turquoise Escape. And I was just yelling at cars. I was drunk. But I'm glad I had a DD. I'm glad I had good friends that took care of me. Because I got video of them when they were all sorts of messed up trying to do stupid shit. But I think mine was the worst. Jägermeister, man. That That's not something play around with it's fun when you're young but i'm old now i ain't trying that shit that put me in a hospital now so and then let's see what else can i tell y'all about myself i've always been on uh some kind of internet forum either podcasts with the guys gaming i'm a streamer also joe rios 28 you can find all my socials Everywhere. Just type in Joe Reels 28. You might find some Mexican guy talking about chickens. Uh, go to the gamer one. <laughs> there's someone else with my name on there. But other than that, there's it's all me. Because I'm current and up to date on everything. Theirs was like 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, back in a day when there was you know dial-up internet. You had to have a phone line, a landline to use the internet. Um, I was on Yahoo Chat. I ran a channel on Yahoo Chat. Uh, it was me and another guy. We'd meet up once a week and we would, you know, be talking to people, hyping everybody up. This was all live. This was before you could subscribe, before the podcast, before anything like that ever happened. We were the first iteration of that. And man, it was fun. Um, we had people submitting pictures, sending us stuff, uh, DMing us, DMing us personally. It was, it was a great time. It was what I used to do. I used to love that. But I was, I was a young kid back then. And ever since then, I've been wanting to get back into something like this more serious. Uh, I had a live.me, live.me account. I mean, that's still up, but I don't use that ever. That That's rare. 
Um, I got Twitch, I got TikTok, I got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I have all that. I try to keep up on everything. I slack on Facebook a lot. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, I am keep updating. I'm trying to get a, a Violet account, but they don't want to sponsor me, those bastards. I keep messaging them. Things like Ultraviolet. So if y'all are listening, send me or send them a notice. It's ultraviolet.club. Send them a notice. Let them know like, hey, get Joe Reels 28 on here. We want him on here. Uh, and for that one fan out in Belgium, I don't know how to say hello. So hello. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just having fun here today. Um I'm going to try to convince the guys to send me their footage or their audio of them doing this so they can each have their own episode. And I'm going to teach them how to do it so they can do it themselves and send me the info or upload it themselves. If y'all want more stuff like this, more solo stuff, hear about our personal lives, let us know. We'll talk about it together as a group. Um, I'm trying to stay away from the ums a lot because that is a no-no. I learned that in college because I am I did go to college for a little bit. I went to culinary arts. I am a chef. So, and I took speech. I took business. I took all those little classes that try to help me run a restaurant. So I know a little bit about it. And public speaking, you're supposed to stay away from the ums, eyes, ands a lot. So let's keep this running smoothly like butter. So I ran out of things to talk about. I'll cut all this out. I'll dead space, I'm going to cut out a lot of it because I don't like dead space. It causes, I don't know, inconsistencies. But, aha, another keyword you're not supposed to use. So, let's talk about... One of the things that interests me is cryptozoology. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I want to go watch the new Shazam movie. And... You might have seen it in the commercials. It just came out the other day. But they there's that dragon that flies around. Well, it flies around because they plant something called the Tree of Life. Warning, spoilers ahead. And when they plant the Tree of Life, it grows these warts. These, these uh, that's the best way to describe it, like warts on the tree. That inside of them are creatures. Because it even says, like, if you plant the Tree of Life in their realm, it's going to... You know, it'll create monstrous creatures. And one of them's like, that's who they are. They're monsters. Humans, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So, but the monsters that they're talking about are harpies, minotaur, cyclops. And then they got the the king of beasts, the beast of beasts, the unicorn. Oh, the unicorn's badass. They're like, what do we, how do we stop these things? What do they, what do they fear? And it's the King of Beasts, which is unicorns. I thought that was badass. Ah, that was awesome. They should have. I wish they would have found a way to kept keep at least one unicorn because that would have been awesome. But man, it is a good movie. You need to check it out. So, I was able to identify all those creatures as they were popping up. I was like, "Those are harpies. That's a minotaur. That's a centaur. That's a chimera. That's um, the unicorn. It was the last one." But that was awesome. Y'all need to go check out that movie. This is not sponsored by anybody. We are looking for sponsors. So, hey, y'all want to hit us up. Let us know something. This will be, that'll be great for us. You know, get us some revenue so I can set up my office. 
I won't tell the guys. I'll keep some of that money to myself. Give me a table. Give me a couch. Set up the office. Make my space look nice. And once I'm happy, I'll give the guys something like 20 bucks. You know, maybe they'll like that shit. But yeah. We'll see. <coughs> um, there goes those words I'm not supposed to be using. Um, and and us. I want to use another another no-no word. Because it's speech. And speech, that's drilled into your head what you can and can't say. To help you sound more professional. To keep everything flowing together. Once you get in a groove, you're supposed to keep on going. I could give y'all advice. I could tell y'all stories that I have. We all have stories. We all have our lives that we live. Uh, Daryl, Dan, Paco. They have probably more interesting stories than me. I was thrown from a car. Uh, I've almost been hit by a car. I have been hit by a car. Um, I've jumped over cars. I've almost died a couple times. I was on my deathbed twice, once in Mexico. Uh, I hadn't eaten for almost a week, barely any fluids. I had some random sickness down there, high fever, to the point that it almost, it probably did fry my brain a little bit, which makes me as crazy as I am today, that I've had that happen twice. By all means, like, I should have been, you know, put in a hospital. That time I I was in Mexico. There was no hospital nearby. The closest hospital was in another town. From where I'm at, there was a clinic, but eh. my grandmother went to the, took me to some lady who was a nurse, supposedly, to get some medicine. And they were like, here's your medicine. I was like, I sucked it up. I hate needles. So I rolled up my sleeve. I was like, okay, uh, whatever. As long as I don't die, you know, give me my shot. And she was like, uh-uh, turn around. I was like, uh-uh, I'm going home. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go find me a nice, comfortable couch to die on. You are not putting a needle in my ass. So I didn't do that. I went home, toughed it out. I walked, dying, like unable to move, really. On the last day of that, I was sick. I was, I was just bedridden the entire time. I got up. I remember this. I got up. It was middle of the night, probably like 9, 10 o'clock. I got up and went to the corner store around the house in Mexico, around the corner from my house in Mexico. And I went to the store there. I, You know, they're friends of the family. They knew me. I got them to make me a soup, a ramen. I'm not a fan of soup. So I got my ramen, poked the hole in the bottom, drained the water, put some corn and mayonnaise in there. Delicious. I ate it. That was the first thing I ate. I was like the best meal I've ever had in my life. Because, you know, from nothing to something... It's going to be the best thing you've ever tasted. So I drank it, or I ate it, came back. Next day, bam, I was 100% again. I made it. I was like, I don't know what the hell that was, but I'm back, baby. I'm alive. So it was wild. Uh, the second time that happened, I was, it's, that one's, a, the second time that it happened to me, that was a lot more fuzzier. That one, I was, I was in the hospital. I had IVs put in me. My temperature was 107, 108, you know, borderline boiling my brain. Um, That's about all I remember. I don't remember anything else about that. Um, A lot of times when I talk about my life, it's about my grandparents in my life because my grandparents have been a big major factor in my life. I've always been a part of my life. Um, My mom, you know, got pregnant with me when she was 18 and then 
didn't dump me on my my grandparents, but sent me to live with my grandparents so she could get her life in order. Which, you know, is the, I hate to say it, but it is the smartest thing anyone could ever do. If you have family that is willing to help you raise a child and you cannot do it by yourself, please reach out to somebody for help. Do not try to do it by yourself. Do not burden yourself like that. Do not burden a child like that. Do not put unnecessary stress on them. Because of that, I grew up really close to my grandparents. I consider them my parents, but they're my grandparents. I know they are. Uh, my mom has always been in my life, but I've mainly, I've primarily lived with my grandparents my entire life. My dad has been in prison for 30 plus years, recently got out. He lives in Mexico now. Hey, he's, I call him every now and then, hit him up on Facebook. He calls me, messages me. We still talk. He's not like he abandoned me or anything. It was just life happens. I put it as did the hung out with the wrong people at the wrong time, got caught up, ended up in prison. His whole story, that is his story to tell, not mine. So, But because of him, though, I've had some very interesting things happen in my life. A lot of people I don't know know me. They're like, oh, you're so-and-so's kid. You're so-and-so's kid. I'm like, yeah, who the hell are you? I don't cuss. I don't, if adults older than me, I don't, I try not to cuss. I'm like, yes, who are you? Oh, we're your dad's friends from way back in the day. Your uncles, whatever. We haven't seen you since you were, you know, like two feet, two foot tall. I was like, oh, cool. Bye. I'm... I take that personally because, like, in my world, they never reached out to me. So why would I talk to them? It is not my job to do that. I'm living my own life. If you want to be a part of my life, reach out. To me, call me. Contact me. Which is also why I don't talk to my dad's family a lot because, you know, they never reached out to me. I've always been on Facebook, Instagram, you know, TikTok, Twitter, everything. As long as it's always been up social media wise, I've been on it. My aunts reached out to me, so I keep in contact with her every now and then. Um, my dad's side of the family, I don't really, like I said, I don't really talk to them. I was, I did talk to my grandmother a lot on my dad's side of the family. Never met my grandfather on my dad's side. Uh, my grandma, I always used to call her my crazy grandma because she, man, so many stories about her. There was one time I was told that she got arrested. I was like, grandma got arrested. <laughs> Public intoxication. I was like, what the hell? She was mean, too. She was mean. Mean as hell. Always, man. She greeted me with a hug and then cussed me out. She, man. She was mean as hell. <laughs> I think she got kicked out of the hospital when she had a... God rest her soul. When she had, like, uh, her leg amputated or when she had a stroke. I think they kicked her out. I don't think they sent her to a home to live, to re a recovery home. I think they kicked her out because she was just mean as shit. <laughs> but <laughs> she remarried my other my uh, grandpa Joe. Uh, he was an awesome guy. He still is an awesome guy. I haven't talked to him in a little bit. I need to reach out to him. But yeah, he's awesome. He he put up with her. He put up with a lot. That man has patience. Um, but yeah, she was crazy. And like I said, God rest her soul. She passed away not too long ago. She had a she had a stroke from die. Uh, I honestly, a lot of people thought that the diabetes was going to take her because she had diabetes. Doctors even told us, once you have one leg amputated, it's not long after that, the second one, and that's it. You're, you, 
you know, a lot of people pass away from that because they it's showing that they don't have control of their sugar. And that's how they pass away. You know, it starts out with leg, leg, and then your body can't take it because you're not controlling your intake. Nope, she got taken by a stroke. And I actually helped make it easier because I noticed what was wrong with her. My grandpa was like, yeah, there's something wrong with her. She, you know, every now and then she starts to shake a little bit. She doesn't have full control. I was looking at her and I was like, you need to take her to the hospital now. Turns out she'd been having a stroke for like a month and no one noticed but me. My other grandpa, like I said, got, you know, he's a great man. He just didn't know any better. He's an older gentleman from Mexico. You don't, you don't know the signs. You're just like, oh. How they die? Oh, pues un embolio, un ataque. You know, they're all. It's always sudden. But in Mexico, it may be sudden to them. But if you look at the signs, like it was there. They were. My grandmother was stroking out. So I took her to the hospital. And I hate to say it, but that was all she wrote. Um, I don't think I cried for her because, like I said, she was mean. I did love her, but. It's just one of those people where it was like, Jesus. But later in her life, though, very later in her life, she tried to reconcile her differences with every family member she alienated. Um, me, there was no role. She didn't alienate me. She didn't. No, she was just mean as hell. She, But I loved her. That's who she was. I accepted that. Um, my children accepted that, too. They're like, we're going to crazy grandma's house. They're like, okay, cool. They'd give her a hug and everything. My son would try to push her around in her wheelchair because he loves helping people out. And they'd send him outside and he'd go play with chickens and, you know, ducks and goats. And she didn't live out in the country where she could have these animals. She lived behind the Dallas Zoo and she had all these animals. If you look up, this was years and years ago when I was a kid, two emus escaped from the Dallas Zoo. Those were her emus that <laughs> escaped the temporary enclosure that they had built. Why did they have a temporary enclosure? Because they were confiscated from her house. <laughs> I remember one time I went into her backyard. Bam, two emus. I was like, these aren't supposed to be here. They're going to kill me. I didn't go play in the backyard because I thought they were ostriches. Two big ass birds that were taller than me because I was a little kid at the time. Came running at me. I went inside. I was like, nah, that ain't for me. That ain't my life out there. I'm not Tarzan. Those things are not going to listen to me. I stayed my ass indoors. I've had a crazy life, man. Um, I didn't really talk about a lot of the stuff that I wanted to talk about. Mainly about, you know, stupid mythology, ghost stories, things like that. I love all that stuff. I've mainly talked, been rambling about myself. Because I have so many stories to tell. Um, I don't let the guys know all this stuff because whatever, right? Fuck them. They'll hear this all now. They'll hear a little bit about my life. And they'll probably be like, that ain't nothing. I've done this, this, and this. Whatever, right? Because like I said, we all have stories to tell. Um, That's just a little bit about my stories. The craziness that I've gone through. And like I said, that's not even all of it. That's not the full craziness. Um, Some stuff is too hard for me to tell y'all. Other stuff, it's just personal, you know, just my stuff. Oh, I will tell y'all this. I believe in UFOs. Um, When I was a kid, elementary school, I will always remember this. When I was a little kid in elementary school, 
I remember being on the playground. I remember this so vividly. I was on the playground. I was on the side of the school facing closest to my house at the time. So I know exactly where I was. Porta potties to my right. Not porta potties. Uh, portable schools like the portables. The portable, the little standalone buildings on the side were to my right. To my left was the main school building. In front of me was the playground. Behind me was like the four square and uh, tetherball court. And I looked up and I saw this great big flying disc spinning. Uh, spinning right to left. So spinning right to left. And you could see the individual panels and the windows, but inside something was standing still. It's almost like the outside was spinning, but the inside was still. And it was just there. I looked up. I remember, I think I got someone else's attention. This one, this is the only part I can't remember if I got someone else's attention or not. I'm pretty sure I did. There was like four other, you know, little kids around me because we were all little kids. Four other like playmates around me, school kids. We all looked up. Someone said it was a helicopter, but I know the difference between a helicopter and what's not a helicopter. This wasn't a helicopter. The whole thing was spinning, and in a blink of an eye, it was gone. It was just disappeared into whatever it was going into. Ever since then, I've always believed in UFOs. I've always believed in all sorts of crazy stuff like UFOs, ghosts, um. You know, like I said, cryptozoology, I'm, you know, if it's it's real until it's proven, it's not real. So I've always believed in stuff like that. I've seen ghosts. I've been possessed once. Uh, that's a weird way to put it. But I remember one time I was uh, arguing with somebody and I picked something up and I just got loud, like real loud, like in the movies. When all of a sudden you, the, their voice changes, their eyes go black. They're like, they're like yelling. Something like that happened to me. I don't know if my face changed or anything. I don't know if I went demon mode or whatever, right? But I was like, what the fuck? Like two seconds later, I snapped. Like I came back to, I was like, that ain't me. My bad. I don't like to raise my voice to begin with. I was like, what the fuck was that? So I don't know what happened. I always think that just a little quick possession, nothing like. Strong enough to turn me crazy, but enough for me to go. Maybe I need to get back, get my ass back to church, right? Um, my mom lives in a haunted house. Yeah, like I said, we're going to cover all this in later episodes of the podcast. We're going to do a, a Halloween episode, a Christmas episode, whatever, right? We're going to cover all the different kind of stuff. Now, we'll talk about this in detail because... The ghost stories, I want to do an episode on that. Every podcast does an episode on ghost stories or around Halloween. I want to do that because I know I have great stories to tell about that. My aunt in Mexico used to do, you know, like uh, exercises, exorcisms, all sorts of stuff like that. And I know Paco has some stories like that, too. His, he's Mexican. He has to. Dan, he looks like a ghost. He has the black around his eyes. He looks like a zombie and shit. Daryl, I don't know what he got. Oh, Daryl does have a ghost story. He already told it, but we'll try to get him to tell it in greater detail. If he has any more detail to tell about it. But I think that wraps up my time today. Um, 43 minutes is not too bad. I'll cut out some. So now I'm not going to cut out shit. I'm going to leave it the way it is. As awkward as it is because it's just me, myself, and I today. And on behalf of the Los Toxicos Senpais, LTSP, 
Stay toxic, everybody. We will see you next week. We're going to post this episode immediately after I render it. So catch it later today. Um, After this, regular schedule as always. Thursdays, Fridays, new podcasts will be out. Find us on our social medias. Also go to joereels28.live where you can find all the the guys' social medias. I got to update that page because it got deleted when uh, the web server that we use updated their system. So I had to redo everything. I don't got their page up yet. Theirs will be up later today. And uh, here's the outro music. Later, guys. Uh, It's going to be awkward silence. (laughs) 